Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. to John's Gospel, chapter 6, John chapter 6, and it said, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tibris, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. And when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming to him, he said unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat. And this he said to prove him, that means to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him, two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them, or every one of them take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the man sat down in numbers, and in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and then when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them, and then the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise the fishes as much as they would. And they were all filled. <clears throat> he said unto the disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragrant or the fragments that were left of the five barley loaves, which remained over, listen, over and above unto them that had eaten. Then, <clears throat> then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, is, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. When Jesus therefore perceived that they were come, that they would come and take him by force to make him a king. 
he departed again into the mountain himself alone. Our dear Heavenly Father, we pray, God, this morning that you'll help us. Lord, that preached this message this morning. Just a, it's, a, it's a very popular uh, uh, reading here, Lord, this morning. We just ask for your help, God. We've been in church long enough. We've heard this story, but there's something behind it, God, that you want us to preach on. And we need your help to preach on it today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> this story here is the only story that's written, the only miracle that is in all four of the Gospels. You can find this miracle in all four of them. That's rare. So the Lord wanted us to see this passage of Scripture and what was in it. <clears throat> and to me, as I was looking at it, it represented to me Jesus Christ, the bread. In, in verse 35 of this same chapter, he said, I'm the bread of life that came down from heaven. Amen. And I got to looking at that and, and thinking about it. And I'll, I'll go through these verses. But I'll tell you, here's the key verse. And this is what stood out with me. And I, do, I pray that God will help me to be able to preach this. But it said in verse 9, he said, There is a lad here which had five barley loaves and two small fishes. Here's the key. But what are they among so many? Amen. Listen to me this morning. Huh? As I was looking at this and praying about it and trying to study it, huh? To be able to preach it, I'll tell you what, I just keep coming back to that, that, that part of that verse. What is these two small fishes, huh? And five loaves of bread, what good is it for 5,000 men? And there's women and children, it says in the other verses. And I want to tell you something, I got to looking at that. And it's showing us the God whom we serve. The power, my friend, huh? and the control, my friend, he is the great I am. Huh? There's no beginning with him and there's no ending. Amen. Like we said this morning, there's nothing too hard for God. Huh? There's nothing impossible that he can't do. Amen. In our personal lives, my friend. Hallelujah. Praise God. It said here. Huh? After these things, and I try to find that. After what things? And I couldn't find anything. But Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee. Huh? And there was a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles huh, that he did that were diseased. Huh? So I want to tell you something. Wherever Jesus was, my friend, there was a crowd. 
There was a multitude of people that followed him and the disciples. Huh? Why was that? Because Christ was doing the miracles. Huh? He was proclaiming who he was and what he was. And the miracles, my friends, was, was proof, was proof that he was the Son of God. You see, my friend, us humanly thinking and our humanly ways and our humanly minds, my friend, uh, we just go to a level and we stop. We don't go any further. Huh? So we need something that's real and something that'll shake us. That's beyond human comprehension. Huh? That's why Jesus done the miracles. Huh? To prove that He was the Son of God. To get people's attention and wake them up. Huh? One part of the Scripture said, we never heard a man speak like this. Who is this man? He turned the people upside down. They followed him, huh? Wherever he went, huh? And he, in this part of the scripture, huh? He started uh, going away from the crowds and he went up into the mountains to sit down with him and his disciples. That's all who was there. It was just, and they were trying to get away, huh? To have a little time together, huh? So he could be with his disciples. And he looked out. Huh? And it was evening. The day was far spent. It was five, six, maybe seven o'clock in the evening. Huh? And they were following him all day long. Huh? Still following him. Huh? Because of the great work that he was doing. Not only the miracles, my friend. Huh? But the message that he brought. Stirred their hearts. Huh? For bread and fish and water are a temporary thing. Huh? It'll last for a little while, then it goes through our bodies and out to draught. Huh? But the spirit is a living thing that lives forever. <laughs> Amen. And Jesus looked out and he seen all those people, multitudes. Huh? Scripture said 5,000. That's a lot of people. I always remember this. I don't know why, but the gymnasium at, at the old Elwood High School, if it's still there, it's still the same. It might be, I don't know. The seating cap, the cap, uh, capacity, I'll get that in a minute, is 3,000 people. That's how many it'll see. Okay? Now this is 5,000 people. So I don't know if you could get two more thousand on the floor or not. That's a lot of people. Huh? And he looked out and seen all these people. And he said here, And when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw the great company coming to him, he said unto Philip, where shall, we buy, where shall we buy bread that we may feed these? Now Jesus, like I said, he already knew what he was going to do. Okay, maybe I haven't said that, but in reading. He already knew he was going to do this miracle. And he was testing Philip. 
And then in other words, what he was doing, and this is what I like too as I looked into this. He gives us and his disciples, he wants them to see something. Huh? And he says to Philip, let, let's buy bread, let's buy food and feed these people. Okay? Follow with me. Huh? And Philip said, you know what? It's 200 penny worth. Huh? It would take that much and then that would be sufficient. You know what a penny's worth was in that time? That was an average day wages for the man that worked out in the field. Huh? That was one day, one penny was one day. That was a day's wages. Huh? Okay? 200 pennies worth would be the wages of a little over six months. Over half of the year's labor of money, huh? Still would not be enough to feed all these people. Huh? Get the picture? He's letting them look. He's wanting them to see. Okay? Then, Andrew comes in, and he's given his two cents worth, and he said, there is a lad here that has five barley loaves and two fishes. But what are they among so many? That is one loaf of bread for every thousand men. <laughs> Amen? Huh? So we see here that it's not lining up. The math ain't getting it. Huh? Praise God. He said, but what? Are they among so many? Amen. I want to tell you something. <laughs> God's done so many miracles. He's done so many things. I tell you that we can't even comprehend in our own minds. Amen. Praise God. I tell you, it's a miracle. That you're in this church today. Huh? It's a miracle that you're here that God saved you. Huh? If you think about it, amen. But what are they among so many? I tell you what. God told Moses, He said, I'm going to send you to Pharaoh. What did Moses say? Who am I that I can go before Pharaoh? And tell him to let my people go. Who am I? God said, I'll be with you. Huh? I'll be with you, my friend. Huh? I will be by your side. I'll tell you what to say. I'll tell you what to do, my friend. And I'll tell you what, those Israelites that are in bondage will be set free. 
Huh? Why? Because I'm the God of miracles. Amen. You just obey me and follow me and I'll show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Moses, he went and got those people. Huh? He went and, and, uh, he, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Huh? I'm not going to let him go. Huh? And God gave him, gave Egypt seven plagues. Huh? Finally, Pharaoh got tired of it. Huh? He says, Moses, you get your people and everything you got and get out of here. <laughs> and they packed up. Huh? And the Egyptians give them their gold and their silver, huh? And they left Egypt, huh? I want to tell you something. They shouted. <laughs> they praised Jehovah, huh? They gave God the glory, huh? For this great miracle that he did. Then they got down to the Red Sea. <laughs> then they got down to the Red Sea, my friend. How are we going to get across this sea? How are we going to make it through? Huh? They didn't think too much about it. But that's where they were going to go. But I'll tell you, when they turned around, huh? and they looked, and the Egyptian army, huh? Was in full pursuit. Huh? Their hearts melted. All that freedom, huh? That when they left Egypt, my friend, all the happiness and all the joy inside, my friend, when they seen uh, the chariots, huh, of Pharaoh and all of his army, they were scared. And they shouted at Moses, my friend. And they told Moses, why didn't you just leave us there? That we would die in Egypt. Huh? And, and God told Moses, he said, huh? get up there on that mountain. Huh? And he said, stretch forth thy rod. Huh? He said, stretch forth thy rod and I'll part the Red Sea. Wow! Hallelujah, my friend! And Moses stretched out the rod, and it said that the walls at the Red Sea was a wall on each side. Right. My friend. Right. Huh? And not only that, they went through on dry ground. Yes. Hallelujah! He not only opened it, but he dried it up so they could get through it. Right. You ever been in a muddy river? Huh? In a muddy pond, my friend, you step in there and you sink down above your ankles. You're supposed to Amen. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about God that does miracles. Right, right. Amen. Amen. Yes. And then, huh? Daniel in the lion's den. Remember that story? Huh? Daniel moved up in power. God blessed him. My friend, he was, he was, 
He was under all those kings in the highest position. Huh? And those, those men uh, that were in the king's chambers, those high officials were so jealous of him. Huh? They made that degree. Huh? That if anybody worships any god, bows down to any other god other than Eudirus, I think was the name of the king or whoever it was, huh? he said, we make an agree that he'd be thrown in the lion's den. Huh? Daniel never gave up. He could care less what the degree said, my friend. Huh? And it came to pass, my friend, that they caught him and the king had already seen, wrote it and signed it, my friend, and then with the king's ring that it couldn't be reversed, and they thrown Daniel in the lion's den, my friend. Huh? And the king, I tell you, he couldn't sleep all night because he was worried about Daniel, huh? In the lion's den, my friend. And the next morning, he ran to the lion's den, and there was Daniel alive and well. I tell you what God do. He shut the mouth of the lion. Amen. If you don't believe that, close your Bible and forget about it. Because huh? you won't be able to believe nothing else. Amen. Praise God. Huh? And then... I think about it. I didn't know if I was going to go, go through all this. One of my favorite stories is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. Right. Huh? You remember the story? He made that great big image, that golden image. Huh? I tell you, he had everybody that was anybody. Huh? Was at that party? Was at that place? All the counselors, all the governors, all the presidents of all those nations he ruled out. Anybody that was important was there. Huh? And Nebuchadnezzar built that statue. Huh? That golden image. You see, this is my thinking. They had it covered up at first. It was a big image. Um, and then they come out, everybody had gathered in the place, and then they took the tarp, untied the ropes. And here's that image that amazed everyone. Oh my lads, look at that. Huh? It's made of gold! My friend, how much is that worth? Then a degree came out. Everybody, when you hear the music, I'm not going to go through all those instruments. I can't even really pronounce half of them. But anyway, huh, when you hear the music, huh, you're to bow down to the golden image huh, that the king set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Huh? They already made their minds up. They want to go about now. I want to tell you something. Listen to me, church. We better make our minds up. Right. And we're going to make heaven our home. Right. 
And we're going to stay on this straight and this narrow path that leads to heaven regardless of whatever lies in our pathway. That's right. Huh? Because we got a God that can do miracles, huh? That's beyond our comprehension. Huh? And they never bowed. Huh? To the king's image. Amen? Huh? Somebody was watching. Because <laughs> they went to the king and said these three Hebrew children had not bowed. Amen. I think the best, one of the best parts of this story is. Amen. It said the king's face got red. He was so mad, huh? He was boiling, huh? Because, listen, not only did they not obey his command, but they embarrassed him with all those important people around. <laughs> out of, he thought, out of all the days, I got to deal with these Hebrew children. He said, I'm going to give you another chance. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance and then you can bow down and your lives will be spared. If not, you're going into the fire. <laughs> huh? That's white reeds. Huh? This is what I was getting at. You know what he said? They told him. They said, King, huh? I know I won't get this right. But at a point, I'll get right. They said, we're not going to bow down huh, to your image. We're not going to bow down to your ways huh, and to your gods, to your society. huh? Everything the government, listen, modern day, everything they're pushing down the pike in this nation for us to accept, we're not going to accept it. Huh? Because it's not according to God's word and God don't accept it. And we're not going to accept it either. Amen? Huh? And they said, we, huh, are not going to worship your God. Huh? Because we love Him. They don't say this. Huh? But we're set in our hearts. Our faith is real and it's genuine. And you are testing it to the key. <laughs> but it don't matter. What they say, our God is able to deliver us right. out of this fiery furnace. But if he don't, so be it. We're not going to bow down to your God. Right. Amen. Amen. Give us the faith, church, that was once delivered to the saints. Amen. Amen. And the scripture said they throwed him in there. <laughs> huh? The guys that opened the furnace opened the door to that furnace. The flames came out and slew the image of them. Get it? Huh? Door out of going in there. <laughs> slew the man that opened the door because he heated it up. Ten times hotter than what it was. And I bet it was like one of those glass pits where they where they make glass uh, like St. Clair glass. 
huh? Just a white, hot huh, collar. And the scripture said, huh? The old king was high up on that balcony, huh? And I know what he was thinking. They're done, huh? <laughs> Honestly, I hadn't planned on saying anything about this man, this year. But I tell you, it's in my heart and burning in my soul. Because uh, I can see it. Uh, he was thinking, no, I showed him. Hmm. All these important people around me today were doubting me. Huh? But I showed him who was boss. Me, Knesset, Nebuchadnezzar, I'm God. That's who he thought he was. He thought he was God. Huh? And then he looks in the fiery furnace. Huh? And he hollers out, Did not we throw three men in the fiery furnace? Huh? Is that not what we did? Is that not what happened? Oh, yes, king. He said, I see a fourth one. Huh? In there, my friend. And he's loose. And he's walking around. Woo! Hallelujah! Praise God, my friend. It's Christ in the midst. Huh? Hallelujah. I don't care what we go through and what the fires of life will be. The Lord Jesus Christ will be with us. Nebuchadnezzar, he said, the fourth man looks like the Son of God. Woo! That stirs my heart. Amen. Because the same God we serve today Huh? It's the same God huh, that took them through the fire. That's true. Amen. That's right. Huh? Amen. He says, I change not. Huh? I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Huh? And they come out of there. <laughs> Their hair. Was not singed. <laughs> they never smelled like smoke. <laughs> huh? You see? Listen! Huh? Because the fire had no power over them. And I want to tell you something, my friend. When we're living in the center of God's will, the devil and all the demons and all the things in this world will have no power over us. Yes, we're right. Because we're His children. Amen. 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 He's going to see us through. Huh. And I'll tell you what. First time. I think it was the second time I... No, the first time I preached that. It don't matter. But I seen one thing <laughs> that burned up when they went into that fire. Right. You know what that was? Yes, sir. That was those cords. Yes, sir. That they bonded with that. You know what those cords represent? Right. Them cords represent represent sin. Yes, sir. Amen, brother. Tell it. <laughs> I tell you what, my friend, when we come to God and confess our sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, He'll burn the cords of bondage right off yes, of us sir. and God. set us free. Huh? 
We could go on and on and on. Amen. But God's high is still the same. You see, I don't know what it is with the church, not this church, but with the churches uh, across our nation today. You know, we read the stories in God's Bible, and sometimes it's just it's just black ink on white pages, you know, and there's just not much there, huh? But I want to tell you something, huh? And, and people in the church, their faith has gotten weakened, huh? Listen to me, huh? They've gotten weak, huh? They, they, the, the things in this life has discouraged them, huh? I was talking to a guy the other day, my friend, and he said, he, he said he's been looking for a church, huh? And he said he's just been discouraged, huh? Because when he goes to churches, there's nothing really there. He can't feel the Spirit of God. He can't get his soul fed. I want to tell you something. That beginning in bad shape. Huh? But we lost focus of our Heavenly Father. We lost focus of who He really is. And what He can really do. Huh? Like I said, give us that faith that was once delivered to the saints, man. Huh? He's still the same. And he's still doing miracles. Amen. Praise God this morning. He said, make them sit down. And they sit down. And Jesus took the loaves. Huh? And when he had given thanks to God, huh? when he had given thanks to God, huh? here's this. This is my own thinking. Heavenly Father, you are the God of heaven and earth. Amen. You are the God that created all things. You spoke the word into existence. Huh? The things that are made are not what appear. Not, they did not produce off of them. You made the first thing. Huh? And he said, now, Heavenly Father, may your miracle be done. And distribute this bread and these two small fishes huh, to this crowd. And God grant. This is my beloved son. <laughs> and who I'm well pleased. And it said here, I want you to note this. We find the place. And we had given thanks. He distributed to his disciples. And his disciples to them would sit down. And likewise, the fishes as they would. So let me tell you something, church. Uh, when I seen that this morning, never seen it before, I read these, read these passages of Scripture many times. You see, Christ had, had the bread and the two fishes. 
<laughs> he had them there. And then he handed them to the disciples. And then the disciples distributed it out amongst the people. Let me tell you how this works. Huh? The preacher, the pastor, the minister of God huh, has to get the bread from heaven. Listen, I'm talking about spiritual bread. Huh? Not physical bread, but spiritual bread from heaven. Get the message from God that it will feed his soul so he can take, my friend, the bread and feed the congregation. Huh? And distribute it out to them. Huh? I want to tell you something. <laughs> I appreciate your prayers. I need all the help I can get to preach the word of God. It's too great for me. It's too much for me. I can't do it. Huh? But I see the need huh, that I had to get fed to distribute it out. Huh? I tell you what, God sent Jesus and Jesus sent you and I into this world. Huh? To reach the spiritual hungry and those that are lost. Amen. In our society today. Praise God. Huh? I got to quit. Hit this short. Amen. All these miracles. Amen. That God had done. That Christ had done. And the disciples had done. Huh? Them too. I, could, I had a whole list here. I don't want to read through, through them. I had a whole list of the miracles. <clears throat> but I came across this. And this is the greatest miracle. There is another miracle that we must include in the list of the greatest miracles of the Bible. It's a miracle that happens every day. As God takes a rebellious sinner, forgives him of his sins, grants him life, lavishes him in his grace, adopts him as a child, and seals him for eternity. <laughs> All because of the death and resurrection of Christ. Right. Praise the Lord for the miracle of salvation. Amen. <laughs> There's a song that says, and I, I try to find it, huh? It said, the greatest miracle is inside of me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a Savior. Listen, that can take a poor old sinner, lift him from the miry clay, and set him free. Yes, sir. Huh? Uh, praise God that God can change your life and my life, my friend. Huh? And created into the image of His Son. Huh? God's done so much for us. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. I got to quit, like I said. Closing statements. Lord, give me this this morning. 
was trying to write it. Wiping the tears at the same time. <clears throat> but who are we that the God of all the heaven and earth would love us and call us out of this world and take us in as his own children? Right. What's the odds, listen, of us making it to heaven? In this world of sin we are living in today. The evil that is all around us that vets our righteous soul daily. The every day of temptations we go through. The heartaches of this life. The sickness that we bear. The burdens that we carry. And all of life's troubles that weigh us down. And then we have to deal with the devil day in and day out who is the enemy of our soul. Right. And we have to wrestle with the carnal man inside of us who wants his own way. Huh? Let me back up. He wants his own way in our life. So the chances of us making heaven are really slim in the reality in which we in the reality in which we take a miracle to get us through. Huh? What I'm saying is we have as God's people so much against us. But what did the Bible say? If God be for us, amen, sister, who could be against us? Right. Huh? Who can compare and who can confide with God? So I looked at that and I thought of my own life. My friend, I don't know. I hope and pray that I can make it. Huh? All the stuff that I face and go through, huh? I pray for grace and strength to make it. Then I come down to this. And I'm done. And I come down to this verse, these verses. But God, <laughs> who is rich in mercy for his great love, and he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, had quickened us, made us alive, huh? us together with Christ. For by grace you are saved. It has risen us up together, you and I, listen, in this church, huh, and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 And this is, and, and in the ages to come, this is heaven, this isn't the end of this thing. And in the ages to come, he might show you the exceedingly riches of his grace and his kindness towards us. Through, through, Jesus Christ. Right. Amen. Amen. To sum it all up, church, hallelujah. Listen, God is the God of miracles. Yes. Amen. 
Amen. And there's nothing too hard that he can't do for you and me. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. When Christ suffered and died, shed his blood. What did we sing about this morning? There's power in Christ. Amen. I tell you what, the songwriter said, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood. 